Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Now, I joked. I, I say I joked, but I, it, it's true. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is the only president either seated or uh, was president, former president, to have a number one hit. Class is it. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Oh, hail to the chief. He's the one we all say hail to. Do you know why I sang that other than the fact that I have a velveteen voice? Because you're just a great singer. I am. You're the singer guy. that's not the full reason. On this date, well, not this date, this week, I don't know when you're listening to the show, back in 1991... Bill Clinton went on the Arsenio Hall show and played a saxophone. Loved it. I have been to Hope, Arkansas. You have been to Hope, Arkansas. Yes. We have seen the Bill Clinton house. Mm-hmm. It looks like a house. It, exactly. With a sign. It's one of the, I have done that. I've gone to things that you have to see this as a tourist. And there I stand. If, if there wasn't a sign, this would be... A house. It doesn't matter. I want to see it all. But mm-hmm. downtown Hope, Arkansas, yeah. they have a wooden sculpture. I'm not kidding. I beg you to go see it. A wooden sculpture of Bill Clinton in his band uniform holding a saxophone. It's adorable. Many people are of the opinion that it is Bill Clinton's performance on the Arsenio Hall show that got him in with the young kids. Yeah. You see, the same thing happened with Barack Obama. He found a young audience that followed him, I guess, till he could get a second term. But it was the first time that young kids really got excited and voted for someone mm-hmm. rather than against them. And if you're a historian, don't don't come to me about John Tyler or Howard Taft or if it ever happened before. I don't know. I know things that happened during my lifetime that I find on the Google. So this thing that occurred was music that helped the president. So I thought to myself, huh, are there any other presidents who are musicians? Oh. Well, yes. There's a whole bunch of people who were presidents who were musicians. By the way. Way. I don't know if you know this, but Donald Trump Mm -hmm. has a number one hit song. Did you know that? No. He does. No, he he does not. He does. He has a number one hit song. I'm going to play Bill Clinton for you. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about politics. Not much. We're not political people. Where she is, the dog is, but I'm not. (laughs) We'll talk a little bit of politics, but mainly about the idea of presidents who are playing music. Here you go, Bill Clinton on Arsenio Hall. 
what a lot of people forget uh-huh. is that he also played God Bless the Child, but the one everybody knows is where he put on the black Ray-Bans uh-huh. and he played Heartbreak Hotel. Right. And it sounded like this on Rock School. <laughs> to do interviews on MTV, talking to the young people. And I remember distinctly, some girl asked him, we need to know, Mr. President, boxers or briefs? Yeah. And instead of him going, well, I don't have to answer that guy, he just looked at her and went, briefs mainly. Just boop, answered the question and, and kept going. Oh, he loved it. Now, I joked, I, I say I joked, but I, it, it's true. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is the only president either seated or uh, was president, former president, to have a number one hit. Now, a vice president has had an actual hit, and we can talk about that later in the show. But Bill Clinton, oh, I get it. Some of what some presidents have done has gone viral, but this is a legitimate Number one hit, to which you're saying, I've never heard of whatever song you're talking about. What is it? When you're dealing with music trivia, you have to set the standards. What are the things it has to hit? Oh, it's a number one song. It's not just a number one song. It's a number one song with the first female band ever signed by Atlantic Records and blah, 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 blah. The song is called Justice for All. And it went number one the day it came out on the iTunes playlist, Wednesday, March 22nd. Did it stay there very long? No. But for a short while, it was number one on the digital song sales chart. Billboard Weekly even stated for a short time it was the best selling single in the United States. Okay, it's it's Donald Trump. Yeah, go look it up. Justice for All. It is credited to both Trump and the J6 
prison choir. Oh, my. Okay. Who makes up the J6 prison choir? Hmm. Those are the people who have been put into jail because they participated in January 6th. It's the prison choir. It's the prison choir. Now, look, I'll play a little bit of it. This is the J6 choir singing. Listen. I know how it sounds. There's Donald Trump. Of the United States of America. How about that? I know how it sounds. Listen. It it doesn't sound like anybody's up on a microphone except Donald Trump. Right. Uh, it, it sounds to me, this is just what I think. I've never found this. It sounds to me like somebody went in with either a single recording device or a phone, mm-hmm. got all the men into a rather large room because you can hear all of the echo and reverb kissing off of the Sounds ceiling like they're in and the all bathroom. Of that. It does. It sounds like they've gone into a prison a large bathroom. Square room. And that's not dumb. People used to do that in the 1950s because there wasn't easily available reverb. Mm-hmm. So they would go into subway bathrooms. Because it was big, it was square, and it was covered in tile. Right. So that's what it sounds like. So they are singing, and then over top of it, Donald Trump recites the Pledge of Allegiance. Let me see if I can get him again here. And to the Republic yeah. for which it stands. Uh-huh. Yeah, no kidding. I know that sounds like I'm making a joke. I'm not. It's there, man. It was, and I'm playing that off of a speaker here so I could I could, you know, play it for you at the same time that I'm talking. But yeah, a number one hit to a sitting president. Woo! Speaking of presidents, did mm-hmm. you know Abraham Lincoln was a musician? No. He was also a wrestler. What? And apparently was very good. At his height? At his height, which is odd. I know what you're saying. I was a wrestler, and the problem was I was 6'4". They would just go underneath me. Mm -hmm. Uh, My best bet was just to drop and fall on top of them. (laughs) But he was a wrestler. He uh, was also a violinist. And from what I've read, and this is going to sound dumb, I was a wrestler for years and years and years. But one of the things I read is that not only was he a good wrestler, he was a trash talker. Oh. He had no trouble getting upset at his opponent and, Love and, it. and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, he was a music lover and apparently played the violin. All right, so we got to play a song here. I don't have a recording of uh, of our 16th president, but let's play a song for presidents. And, 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 and. How about For the Love of Richard Nixon by the Manic Street Preachers? Oh, yeah. Like this on Rock School. Okay, I just played The Love of Richard Nixon by the Manic Street Preachers. However, Richard Nixon, by the way, a California native, that's a good piece of trivia. Oh, yeah? Name a president born in California, and you go, oh, Ronald Reagan. No, wrong. It's Richard Nixon. He was a piano player to the point where he actually put on concerts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It says here, many historians consider Richard Nixon our most musical president. Yeah, but did he have a number one hit? 
No. The 37th president of the U.S. played piano, violin, saxophone, clarinet, and accordion. Goodness. Although he never learned to read music. You see, I hear that. It, that seems to be something that musicians will say. You know, I'm so good on all these, but I don't know how to read music. Really? You never picked it some up along the way? Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, You're not, you don't buy yeah. it. By the way, he would help in his campaigns. He played God Bless America. He also performed at the Grand Old Opry. And by the way, if you think I'm lying, here's a little blip of Nixon playing the piano. And uh, if last November didn't finish it, this will, because <laughs> believe me, the Republicans don't want another piano player in the White House. <laughs> There you go. Not bad. Not not bad at all. Not bad at all. He's That's good. Right. And you know what? Even mm -hmm. though we're only talking about American presidents, you know there are presidents from other countries. Really? Did you know Vladimir Putin plays? Uh, no. <laughs> he does. Here's a clip. Don't say anything bad. I don't feel like something terrible happening to us. Just say it with me. That was the greatest performance I have ever heard in my life. Thank you. Say it. Great leader. So there you go, lovely. <laughs> it says here also, the 30th president of the United States, Calvin Coolidge, served in the Oval Office 23 to 29. He was a musical hobbyist and was known to be a very good harmonica oh, player at the time. Love it. But I don't have any recording of him playing the harmonica, so let's play another song by mm -hmm. some big rock star type. Abraham, Martin, and John. Oh, Kennedy is the John in that. It's Dion here on Rock School. Obviously, we're talking about presidents, and also the Republicans are starting to get fired up. Trump's in the 
in the race. Nikki Haley's in it. Some guy, I'm having trouble pronouncing his name, Ramaswamy? Mm-hmm. He's in there. Sure. Yeah. yeah, he's got a shot. Asa Hutchinson, he was an Arkansas governor. Well, you know, Bill Clinton did it. True. Tim Scott, South mm-hmm. Carolina senator. Ron DeSanctimonious. I do a terrible Trump. <laughs> Mike Pence, Chris Christie, and Doug Burgum ran out the the people who haven't had That's a chance. That's your favorite state. What, Doug Burgum? North Dakota. Oh, I've never been to North Dakota. I've been to 49 states, not North Dakota. Guess where you've never been. North Dakota. But look, the reason I'm saying that is because, you know, we don't have a tremendous amount of musical presidents, so i got to round out the show with something. So get ready, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for presidential trivia. Uh-oh. Who is the oldest living president right now? Right now. Right now. Tammy, go ahead. Right oh, now, right, right now. now. Uh... Oldest living president right now. Tammy, go. Ready? Go. Ready? Clinton? Peanut farmer. Go oh, ahead. is Get he to... still alive? Yes. Uh, Carter. Jimmy, is he still alive? Dead or alive. Uh, dead, alive, or Indian food. Who was the first president to die in office? Huh? Uh, Lincoln. No, Harrison. Uh, William Henry Harrison. Which president banned alcohol from the White House at the behest of his first lady? I do not know. Rutherford B. Hayes. I Shame on you. I don't like his wife. What president survived an assassination attempt 69 days into his term? Before they removed the bullet, the person, the president, looked up at the, the operating staff and said, You're all Republicans, right? Wow. Seriously. Oh, 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 that's Reagan. That is Reagan. Yeah. Which president posed with a newspaper that declared Dewey defeats... Who's the person? Good. Who is it? He's not a false man. He is a... Truman. Truman. There you go. Which president purchased the land that is now Arizona and part of New Mexico? Arizona won't you. Take off your but I can't go rainbow back shades. Up. Franklin Pierce. Ooh, I would have never gotten that. Yeah. I just want to get to one here. Which president served as chief justice of the Supreme Court and got stuck in a bathtub? Ooh, who was who was that big? Uh, William Howard Taft. Oh, pull him out. Get out yep. of the tub. It took Taft. many people to pull him out. Who was the first Catholic president? It can't be Kennedy. Yes, it is. That was yes, the first is. one. I'm not Catholicism kidding you. Catholicism was is so strong in this country, and that was the first Catholic president. Which president was the fourth? To win a Nobel Peace Prize. And as far as I know, he's the last one to have won a Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, I think that's going to be, I'm so in love with you. Are you talking about the fact that President Obama sang yes. that song? Yeah, it was President Obama. That's I'll give you one re- more. That's when I really liked him. Give you one more. Which president is the first to have brought a rescue dog into the office? Current president. Current president. What? Current president. First one to do it is the current president. Are you serious? Can you say his name? No. Joe Biden brought a rescue dog in. Good for him. What kind of rescue dog? With four legs. It barks. Someone to help with, you know, to figure (laughs) out if something's wrong with him or no? Now, now. Easy. Now, now. Who's listening to us? Rescue Dogs of America. Radio Universidad. (laughs) Salamanca, Spain. I have nothing about the French president. I'm sorry. I have nothing about the Spanish president. I'm sorry. They're all hot? Possibly. Yes. Possibly. Back in a minute here on Rock School.
talking about presidents today who had some musical talent. John Quincy Adams, sixth president of the United States. Uh, he did the Monroe Doctrine, a few other things, a negotiation that ended the 1812 war. He was an accomplished flautist. Flutist? Flutist? Fla- flautist? Flautist? Flute player? Yeah. And while attending Harvard University, he wrote his own musical compositions. John Tyler, before studying law and ultimately becoming our 10th president of the United States, Tyler was a concert violinist. He ultimately gave up the violin when he began a law career. And after his presidency ended, he picked it back up and toured entertaining guests playing duets with his wife, Julia, who was a classical guitarist. Wow. Did you know any of that? Good times. I did not either. Yeah, we should go see them. Army general turned statesman Dwight D. Eisenhower, known as Ike, loved the musical arts, it says here. 34th president of the United States, Eisenhower and his wife, Mamie, were the first presidential company couple to have musical theater into the White House. In 1956, he even released a compilation album titled The President's Favorite Music, Dwight D. Eisenhower. My. Which is an equal, equal, <laughs> and equal today professional radio done while you wait, an equal today of releasing the Spotify playlists yeah. of, of people. That Love Hillary it. Clinton released hers. Barack Obama. Re- re- did Biden release it? Uh, not yet. I, I don't remember. But he wasn't playing on it, just his favorite stuff. The collection featured Eisenhower's favorite songs, including what he said was his best, Porgy and Bess. Which I think is kind of nice. All right, we got to play a song here. I got one circled. How about James K. Polk by They Might Be Giants here in Rock School? In 1844, the Democrats were split. The three nominees for the presidential candidate. President and an avalanche. Mr. James K. Polk, our 11th president. Young Hickory, Napoleon of the Stump. Okay, coming into the bottom of the hour, my name is Joe Burns. You are Tammy Burns. Talking about presidents with musical knowledge. Warren G. Harding, apparently not a lovable guy. That's what it says here on history.com. Not a lovable guy. I don't want that written about me in history. He once boasted that he played every single instrument but the slide trombone and the coronet in a military band. And he, he was actually able to back it up. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. Oh, sure, you can play it here, Bob. Or and Warren. He did it. And he played it, yeah. Love he it. He started the Citizens Coronet Band, which played at the Democratic and Republican rallies. And as a gimmick, he himself, Harding, even played tuba at the 1920 Democratic Convention to celebrate his own nomination. Okay. Love it. Let's do seven days and 70 seconds. Here be the dates, if I can get the paper up to me. June 19th, all the way through June 25. You got Monday, Tammy. Go. June 19, 1971, Carol King. King's album 
Tapestry hits number one in the U.S. where it stays for 15 weeks. June 20th, 1969, David Bowie records Space Oddity. June 21, 1969, Star Trek samples are finally released, notably Spock's Pure Energy on What's On Your Mind by the Information Society. The song goes all the way to the top of the dance chart. Do you remember that? No. The lyrics, just right in the middle of it, go, pure energy. No. It was Spock. You don't remember that? Uh-uh. June 22nd, 1990, Billy Joel becomes the first rock act to play Yankee Stadium. June 23rd, 1979, the Charlie Daniels Band released The Devil Went Down to Georgia. June 24th, 2000, Kiss auctions off memorabilia. And believe it or not, Gene Simmons' codpiece goes for $32,200. What? What? What are you going to do with that, man? I don't know. What are you going to do with that? What is that? June 25th, 2009, Michael Jackson is found dead in Los Angeles. Aww. Shaman. Says here, President Tyler and President Lincoln and Woodrow Wilson all played the violin. And by the way, you kind of joked a little bit earlier about uh, Barack Obama singing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know that he plays any instrument. I've never seen that or heard about it. But he does sing. Want to hear it? Yes. Here's a little Barack Obama singing. And then to know that uh, Reverend Al Green was here. I'm so in love with you. There you go. Professional. Whew, I'm sweating over here. <laughs> My God, did it you hear that? hot in the studio. No, here. it's yeah. hot listening to that. Wow. Good Lord. Lady, ease up. Got to play a song about a president. Did you know the song by Stevie Wonder, You Haven't Done Nothing, is about a president? No, it's about come Richard. on now. Yeah, it is about Richard Nixon. <gasps> I'm not kidding you here in Rock School. a touch of time before we've got to go into the second break. Earlier on in the show, I kind of joked because we played Putin. Mm-hmm. I said I don't, and, and it was Salamanca, Spain, one of our affiliates. Yeah. I said I don't have the French president. I don't have the Spanish president playing an instrument, except I lied. I have French President Macron playing the piano. Ooh. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go.
C'est bon. C'est magnifique. That's French, right? Yes. C'est bon. C'est magnifique. Say good enough. Yeah. Gotta play a song here. Ronnie talked to Russia. It's Prince on Rock School. second break once again it's time to play everybody's family fun game presidential trivia how long have you been getting social security huh no seven years seven years Mm -hmm. that's what i thought you're in your 80s now right which president introduced the social security program Mm, kennedy oh no close but not really roosevelt Roosevelt, which president was awarded the distinguished flying cross for bravery during World War II. Uh, Kennedy. No, should have been. It's the Flying Cross. Kennedy was Navy? I'm mm-hmm. almost positive. My bad. George H.W. Bush. Oh. Which president ended the draft? Mm. Reagan? Nixon. Nixon. Which president has a middle initial that literally stands for nothing? Reagan. Harry. Harry S. Truman. Let me see here. Let me get you one you can take a swing at. Oh, my God. Which president considered becoming a professional saxophone player before turning to politics? Clinton. Clinton. There you go. And which president oversaw the move of the United States Embassy from Israel uh, to... I messed it up. Which president oversaw the move of the U.S. Embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem? Trump. Yes, it was. Good for you. Who's listening to us? Oh, no one. Uh, <laughs> KRFY, Sandpoint, Idaho. Ouch. Is that Back painful? in a minute here in Rock School. Coming out of the break, we're talking about presidential music. Tammy, what is the name of this song? Okay, what's the name of the song? Hail to the Chief. He's, He's the, the one, one we all say hail to. to. That's right, right. Uh, hail to the Chief actually started back around Martin Van Buren's time. Now, some people say there was a version of it that was played for George Washington. 
Maybe. But the one we know was from 1829. It was for Martin Van Buren. And then Julia Tyler, second wife of John Tyler, said that it should be the arrival of the president, meaning we will play it when the president shows up. It only got dropped once. Chester Arthur said he didn't like the song. He asked John Philip Sousa to compose a new song. He did. It was titled Presidential Polonaise. I wouldn't have kept it either. After Arthur left office, the Marine Band resumed playing Hail to to the the Chief. Chief. This is one that you say Hail to. The thing about Hail to the Chief, Mm -hmm. if you know anything about copyright, I've said it on the show a million times, if something is created by the government, it cannot have copyright protection. Okay, we can all sing it. Hail to the Chief has copyright protection. When I put the show out there, I have to tell... Uh, the the companies that send them out, what songs I'm playing in the show. Mm-hmm. Well, I never tell them my songs because I, you know, I own them. Right. I don't have to tell them Hail to the Chief. <gasps> Furthermore. It's glorious. Let's if, do it every time. If you want the song to be performed by uh, a, a group for the president, it has to be performed under the auspices of the Department of Defense Why? Because more than likely it's going to be the Marine Band that plays it for you. And furthermore, if you are playing it for anyone other than the president, you cannot do four ruffles and flourishes. Okay, what do we do? That's that part that goes... Or if you play this for the president, mm-hmm. you do four ruffles and flourishes. Okay. If it's not for the president, you can only do two. That's that's written somewhere in a dusty manuscript. And mm-hmm. if you don't follow it, men in black op helicopters will show up at your house and make sure you have a very bad evening. I don't know that for a fact, but it might be true. All right. Now that you know about that. Let's play something from the birds. He was a friend of mine here in Rock School. Okay, coming into the last break, I've got one more president here, and I saved this person to the end because I have some audio tape of him doing it. Harry S. Truman probably doesn't pop piano into your mind, but the 33rd president of the United States actually pursued a career as a concert pianist before becoming president. He reportedly got up every day at 5 a.m. and practiced. Are you kidding me? No. Yeah, he says, quote, My choice early in life was either to be a piano player in a house of ill repute, he he used a different word, Uh or a politician. And to tell the truth, there's hardly any difference. So so here, here's a piece of audio tape. This is Harry Truman playing. This will show you why we don't want any more canned music in the United States. (laughs) (laughs) And if that gang out there can take it, we're going to give it to him. Anyway, Mr. President. Now let's we see where we go here. 
you go. Wow, go Harry. There you go. Uh, I'm just wild about Harry. That's what they used as his his theme song. Amen. And that, that's a whole other story in and of itself. Look that up because it started in an all African American play. And people thought it was a song that Judy Garland had started. And it got people upset, upset. And I'll just let you go do the rest of that. So here we go. You know, people still have to say to me, no, we're not electing a president this November. And I just look at them and go, are you serious? We're a year and a half away from this? Here we go. Here we go forever to begin with. Hang so, on. Yeah, we got to play something to get out of here. You know, Tammy, I consider the presidency funky. Oh. That's right. So did James Brown. People, it's bad. Funky presidents. Here on Rock School. Classes dismissed. Funky. Down. Nasty. Hey, listen to the man. Yeah. Godfather. Payback. Cold-blooded. Stock market.